Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time, the podcast we have in the house, Mr. Junior Nagara and Shad Mayfield, world champions. We've got three greats at the table, brought to you by Rock and Roll Denim, um, the, the the genes of champions is one, one way I would yeah, describe it. For sure. Yeah. And uh, so we all wear them. We're wearing them right now. Reflex so that you can tie the calves fast, heel the turn the, heel the steer, and uh, spur the bull. So get yourself some rock and roll denim, rockandrolldenim.com, and uh, watch us at the NFR because that's what we're going to be wearing. Old son. Now on to the podcast. Rodeo time. Got to get her on down the road. How long you been over here in the States, Junior? And it's been uh, eight years. It's like nine. It's gonna be nine. Nine years in the states. It's gonna be my ninth NFR. Ninth yeah. NFR. Yeah, it's been times flies and rodeo, and now we have a family. And my kids are American, and the whole industry in this country has been great to me for sure. Um. Your third NFR, Shad? Fourth NFR. Fourth NFR. What is there anything different about this NFR for you guys than the other eight? Starting with you, Junior? Well, uh, I don't think so. We just, uh, we know any NFR counts, you know, doesn't matter. And everyone is in there has a chance to be a world champion because pay so well. So we have been there a couple more times than a lot of guys. And now we kind of, Become the older guys, have a lot of young ropers coming along when the whole sport's been so tough. The competition has it's been great so far. And whoever had the best in NFR, you know, can get out of there with the gold buckle and every event pretty much. And this year I have a little bit more lead than I used to. And but it doesn't matter that the, the game plan is the same and we're about doing my job and Go steer by steer and see what, you know, all the way to the end. We're looking forward to have a good finals. That's why we make, you know, our extra money for our families and for the next year, get everything together. So we rode you again, and that's uh, that's my game plan. Yeah, like coming into this NFR, uh, I mean, me and Junior both set the single season earnings record. So coming in, we got, got that chip on our shoulder after having a great season. But like Junior said, we just – uh got to stay at top and have a great NFR, you know, uh, we're roping 10 head. It's that, that's how I like to say it. It's not a one header every night. I mean, it's whoever's the best overall 10 nights and who's ever going to be the most consistent. I mean, anybody could come out with a gold buckling. I mean, that's everybody's goal going in there is to win a gold buckling mine and juniors for sure. And, uh, it's probably the hardest place to go and, and stay at top, keep your mind right. Cause not everything goes, uh, as planned every night. I mean, it's got to be, you got to overcome all those, all those bad things and be able to look at the good things. And that's why I'm coming in is be positive all throughout all 10 nights. You know, rodeo and I, I feel like on the time to bend into the arena, it's probably much like <clears throat> rough stock. Um, you know, there's, there's just nights where you, 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 you feel good. There's days when you feel good and there's almost nothing you can do to mess yourself up. Like you're gonna perform. Like you're 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 mentally focused. You're physically there, and you're game. You're on your game. What is it that you guys do if if in those ten days, if you have a day where you're not there, 
where you do, you know, like there's other days where you, you might show up to the rodeo, whether you're physically sick or you've got some mental distractions, family problems, whatever it is, but you've still got to perform. You guys are professionals. You're having your best season, but I'm sure there was a day this year when you just didn't, you, you weren't there and, and you knew it, but, but you're a professional. So you've got to rise to that level. Like, is, is there, is there something special you do to, to, to bring yourself to that competitive level on a night that you don't feel like it? Man, I, honestly, I don't try to change that much. I try to get, before I go in, I try to just be more quiet, turn my phone off and try to focus more, even probably I'd say two or three hours before I go out there. So I try to be, I always try to be there earlier enough, even especially with, you know, uh, <clears throat> rodeo sometimes rodeo hard, get, you know, barely made it to the slack or whatever. So I try to, don't be in a hush, you know, get trying to get there like in a short time. And because any, anything you do wrong or, and I agree with what you're saying, like it's kind of easy. And some nights, especially there to the 10 nights, sometimes we, one of those nights you don't feel great. You're a little tired of the signings, you walk too much and, I remember one year I was super sick. Like I got sick two nights. I was feeling terrible. And but I have a friend. He says uh, you only have to focus and give all you have for ten seconds. That's just like <laughs> that's the five seconds before the gates open, and five more seconds you're done. You know, or sometimes faster than that. So I try to just think. Don't think about anything, because it's easy to me. What everything's messed me up when I start thinking about stuff. When your mind starts talking to you. I think that's when you goes bad. You have to do everything right right now. Get your horses prepared. Prepare yourself. We done all your part. So now when you get there, just one more rodeo. It's one steer every night. But like Chad said, it's not one steer. It's ten hat. So you gotta try to. If you have a great cow, or calf, try to compete or boo like you do. Try to get over it. Use them as best you can. If you don't, try to get by that one and and then stay positive and folks to the, all the way to the next one. You know. But I like to be quiet, like even when I'm home too, when I'm not rodeoing a little tired, I like just be, go home, I practice myself and try to be quiet as possible so I can just relax and, and pick the little things I'm not doing right or wrong or even when I'm feeling, don't feeling great and I can see when you got too much going on, I don't think you can just really see where you're missing. I like that. Yeah, the mental game is the toughest thing at the finals. I mean, Junior, he's... I feel like he's already got that figured out being as, uh, he's been there a lot more than I have, but you know, I'm still trying to figure out, but uh, <laughs> there's going to be days where you don't feel good. I mean, you're going to be nervous or just sometimes you let negative thoughts get in, but you just can't really think about it. Cause I feel like your, your mind is what creates all those bad thoughts or something. Or if you don't feel good, your mind, if you get into your head too much about it and start thinking about it, I mean, it's just going to get a lot worse. So, uh, I like to try and think, put positive things, put good things in my head, like go back to, to watch good runs or something like that. And uh, I haven't had really good NFRs in the past. I actually had terrible NFRs. Like I've had great seasons and get to the NFR and I still haven't really figured it out. But, I mean, it's just because I'm so young and I let all these other distractions get in my head. And I'm learning every year is just you just got to block all that stuff out and can't think too much. You just got to do it. I mean, going yes, – going all year long i mean i'm not sitting there thinking about oh all who's all watching or whatever i mean i'm just doing it and it's the same thing at the it's no different when we get to the national finals rodeo it's just bigger payout and you're open against the top four, 14 other of the best guys so i mean you just got to do it and can't think too much about it and just trust in yourself 
Um, I've got a couple of questions we asked a lot of the other rock and roll endorsees and best traveling partner of 2022. <laughs> well, I just did with my partner. He's, he's really good with traveling a bunch, especially now me having two kids and I took them with me. It was kind of hard. We oh, all man. over this, over the fourth, we kind of, it was kind of mess. We just back on my rig and his rig. We all went together for a couple of days. It was pretty, it was good. They did really Really great. That was best traveling partner. Uh, Riley Webb, a uh, rookie that made the NFR this year in the camper up and hopped in with me. And he was just 18 years old. And I felt like an old man compared to him. Yeah. And I'm just three years older than him. But I was, I was teaching him a lot of stuff, but I had a lot of fun because I mean, we're, we're always there rooting for each other. And usually, uh, I don't, I don't really like, I like to go by myself. I don't really like to have too many other people around me because I, Sometimes it could be bad energy if that other person ain't winning and you're winning. I mean, it's just down on you. But uh, me and Riley, we fed off of, off of each other a lot. Like if I wrote first, uh, he'd come behind me and beat me. Or if he wrote first, I'd come behind him and beat him. And we had a whole lot of fun doing it. Favorite Lonesome Dove quote? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> what? This guy. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time. Since oh man, one. just favorite scene off the top of your head. I can't really think of what movie that is. Lonesome Dove. I I watch it, but I don't really remember. Yeah, it's okay. There was a lot of other endorsees, believe it or not. <laughs> um, it's kind of a prerequisite for my interns. Is that if, is that the movie where the kid got bucked off and he said he was riding when he fell off? That ain't that one. No, I don't think that's that one. That was. A, I like that one. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the gold buckle. Um, you win a gold buckle. Put it on. Genie pops out. Grants you three wishes. You've already used two. What's your third wish? <laughs> I don't know. Let, let him go first. No, he's already started. <laughs> let him finish. <laughs> you got everything you need. I, I do everything I need, honestly. My wish would be to do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Have a repeat <laughs> year next year. Yeah. <laughs> NFR has a halftime show concert. Who are you going to pick to be the band? Who are going to pick to be the band? I don't know. I, I'm not a, like, I don't listen to a lot of music and lots, a lot of guys, but I do like George Drake. Oh, yeah. I like that. Guy. Can't argue with George. Yeah. Yeah. Cody Johnson. Kojo, those are two Those's very two popular very cowboys. Answers, like older, old school cowboy, and Cody Johnson's a the newest one. Favorite right. hospitality tent of 2022. Man, favorite hospitality tent. I like Houston. Houston, they treat us really, really well out there. Their rodeo is awesome, and not nothing against have another one's really good, but Houston is special. Oh man, there's so many, but I think I gotta go with San Juan, uh, California. They yep. Got awesome uh hospitality i mean they got free drinks what they have steak they give you steaks and everything <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> uh, a lot of people said houston i think one person might have said san juan uh your favorite win of 2022 favorite win man i, I, I we've done great but uh san juan is pretty good been to the rodeo it's a cool rodeo, like you mentioned, the, the hospitality over there. But to win that rodeo is pretty cool. You know, we always in Northwest, and a lot of guys have to just uh, fight and, and get it. You know, we we get it on a charger, 
plane and fly out there, bunch of cowboys, and that was pretty cool to win that rodeo and one down before I placed before about to win first. That was that was probably the coolest one. Uh, mine would be over at Puyallup, Washington, the uh, tour finale over there. I think it was my favorite win of the season because my rookie year, that's that's the place that got me into the finals, and I actually won third that year. And to come back when it got moved back to the tour finale to uh, get the win over there, especially with the state fair going on, you walk through the fair and just all the people over there, that's, that's got to be my favorite win. It's a fun energy at a rodeo when they have the fair going on at the same time. Yeah, especially at Piala. <laughs> I mean, you walk right through the middle of it, and it's, it's yeah. one of the biggest fairs yeah. in the world. Yeah, get a Ferris wheel going in the background. Yeah. There's music, and and yeah. yeah, that's a that that that's a whole nother level. Um, where you guys go after the perf? On the road again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean yeah, uh, at the going, NFR. Sorry, more oh, specific. Go around, get pick it up. South go Point. South, South Point. South Point. There you go. Go pick it up. <laughs> I like it. Um, last question that we asked in Dorsey's favorite Dale Brisby video. You know which one I really liked? Impressed me a lot. You know when that guy ride that black buck and boo or steer, I don't know, and he kind of got hanging on it and you jump out there. That's the kind of Del Brisby talking about. There you That's go. That's impressive. Yeah. A lot of guys. That was the best video for me. Yeah. I like all of them. My man. <laughs> My man. Great answer. <laughs> I like them all. I can't That's decide. Right. That's right. Uh, well, let me back up just a little bit. You know, we asked you how long you've been in the States, Junior, but um, there's a lot of listeners that may not know, like, your story. Like, what is it? Like, how, how young were you when you – where where did you live before, and how young were you when you decided like I'd like to go rodeo in the U.S.? Yeah, everybody, the ones that don't know, I'm from Brazil, and uh, my dad he was a great roper back in the day. He was like uh, compared to Roy, a long time ago, and uh, my mom she ropes also. She was the first woman to to start roping back home, and they rope they met each other at the roping at the rodeo somewhere, and. They started dating, had me, and uh, back home we know all of them like to, you know, kids play soccer, want to be a soccer players, most of them. So growing up, I always done that little bit, but uh, the roping is on my blood. And I lost my dad in a young age, and my dad uh, had a heart attack at the rodeo. I was, yeah, uh-huh. It was, uh, While was, he was roping? Yeah, walking in the box. Yeah, he was a calf Really? Roper. Mm-hmm, yeah. My and, dad died picking up. Really? Had a heart attack picking up. Really? You didn't know that. So uh, I was like five years old, coming six, and uh, my mom just stepped up and, you know, done everything. And my mom has been a a huge, for she's been everything pretty much. You know, she raised me and she just tried to do everything. was in her own power to, to help me. And especially when I choose to be a professional roper, she never pushed me or, you know, she always said, we've got to do what we love and try to be the best, you know. And she wants us to respect her and and love God first, that above everything. But, and uh, I always had a dream to come to America. And I've been here before. Uh, Robbie showed her, I worked for him twice, just staying a short time, like three months, four months. Went back, come back again, because I want to learn how to be a better horseman, ride a horse and train and and uh, I stayed home for five years. And uh, but I always, I had some friends that came over here long, long time ago. Before even I came over, they 
erode you a little bit. Like rode you for two years, and we heard all the stories about you know the cowboys and driving rodeo, and then and we all would get to to watch back home is just some old tapes, you know, videotapes. That's my while we have my dad and roping schools, and we get to watch some of the NFR's videos, old tape. So we watched the NFR, everybody going fast. So all the ropers out there, they thought they just rope fast the whole time. That's why everybody kind of wants to go fast. And it's kind of how we rope, you know, we just rope different cattle, but that's all they just going to try to throw his whole rope on the top of the, the chute and this third and throw the healer got to throw fast. But yeah, I, I came over here in 2013, came over here visit and uh, end up uh, Matt and Jake Barnes. He's just uh He's been everything, you know, for me. He's been a, a dad for me and just to give me a chance to to rodeo and uh, you know, follow my dreams and he was he wasn't rodeo anymore, he was retired and he was just home and he brought me in, let me live in his house, him and his wife and you know, what I learned from him and I have him as a dad and crazy he all his kids they never they never uh, rope, or, like they rope, but they never, they just went to an old school and play ball, baseball players, basketball players. And uh, I'm the only one, pretty much, like he said, like he's, Junior's kind of my son, the only one choose the rope in career. And uh, man, it's just, uh, even it's like on the way here, I watch a video show, Shad too, it's just like, you know, I get emotion because, uh, everything i dream of it and uh only god can make that happen because uh where i i'm not trying to say where i came from and everything happened and now everything that's going on it's no way you know the right persons and being the right time and you know jake was retired the best of the best header in the whole world and give me a chance and we start rodeo i didn't have no money Jake was done, just went to rodeo a little bit. We started winning like crazy everywhere we went, place, make the NFR, first year, win the rookie, you know, and that top, I don't know, 10 or 6, 7 in the world. And, and it's just been a, a blessing for sure. And now I have my family career, you know, about my, my own place. I have two kids. There was born here, my wife. And just not even all my dreams coming true, just to, get the friends I made, you know, be part of this whole thing. I'm a fan. You know, I love to do what I love. I, I want to be the best I can every single time. But I'm a fan of the rodeo. That's what I choose. And and just now we have, you know, become friends of the, the very best in the whole world and just to watch them so close. It's just something I don't think we ever even, you know, forget about it. We can tell for sure. I bet when we, we be done and old and retirement, and be sit down and we can tell the stories i seen the very best guys on the road pretty much the new generation compete you know head to head and and all of it it's not even just in roping and you know we're riding riding it's a whole rodeo and it's just uh, something special i can't imagine like the just the constant reminder of I mean, like going to another country, you know, pursuing your 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 dream in another country. I, I it's it's neat, like how grateful you are, and like you don't you you haven't lost any perspective, and you're not taking it for granted. You know, anybody that knows you can tell that, and 
I can't imagine like going to another continent to uh, to just pursue a dream, and then you, I mean, everything's different: the terrain, the people, different language, different food, and then just you. Because what? How old were you when you you know not when you came over here? To stay like to rodeo, I think I was twenty three. Right, so yep. plenty old enough to have lived like enough years in Brazil. Like that was your, that was your home. You left your home, and then, um, do you know a lot of the Brazilian bull riders? Yeah, uh, we do. Like in Brazil, I like to say we like to be soccer players or bull riders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was it's thinking bad. when you said soccer <laughs> or a bull rider. Yeah, no, but it's true. And, uh, Brazil is huge, like the ranch-wise. You know, they have a lot of good cowboys, like mm -hmm. even horse trainers. And me and Chad, we're talking about horses and how how great they become, good horsemen too. But for sure, they all want to play soccer. Yeah. Or the ones who want to be cowboys, they want to be bull riders. Now a lot more want to be ropers too, but but it's, it's for sure. They can make a good living even over there. They have a lot of different associations and stuff, even PBR Brazil and plenty. They make good money riding bulls over there too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you, Shad? Coming up, I know your dad. My story ain't quite that exciting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, no it's I mean... Ever since I was little, I was made to be a calf roper. Uh, my dad kind of got me started in that, and he was a two-time NFR qualifier, and actually he was the first uh, African-American calf roper at the NFR. And what's a – I mean, he's got a big story coming up because on my dad's side before the, before him, there was nobody that, that rodeoed. I mean, they didn't even know what a horse was. And kind of where he, he grew up in Clovis, New Mexico – where they lived was right in the middle of town and it was right by the railroad tracks. And my dad would, would hop on the railroad tracks and ride a train to the sale barn and go work at the sale barn every week. And, uh, that's when he kind of started figuring out what cattle and horses were and, and got that path. And he'd used to, there was this guy I remember that he told me this story several times is when that guy, he'd, my dad would wait for this guy to leave and he'd go hop on this guy's horses and start riding them. And one day that guy found him on his horse and said, if you just want to ride horses, I'll give you a job. And uh, just like that, my dad got started riding horses and just got all around all the right people and started roping calves. And I'm pretty sure he matched, him and Roy Cooper matched uh, the first time when they were 16 years old riding Melrose, New Mexico. So, I mean, my dad was a calf roper. I mean, that's what he did, and that's that's what he got me into doing him. On my mom's side, she's from a rodeo family. As a matter of fact, Jake Barnes is actually my cousin, and that's who who uh, got Junior started roping and rodeoing with him. But it's, so that's kind of a cool story. But so that's how it came to be. And uh, ever since I was little, I mean, I started out. I've uh, my dad told me mostly be a calf roper, but you can do whatever you want. And, like I played football and other sports coming up, and. I always wanted to ride bulls when I was real little, as a matter of fact. And until one, one thumped me against the side of the bucket seats, I lost my hair. And I said, I, I'd rather rope calves than do this. And, right. Uh, I was, I was real competitive coming up. My dad, me and my dad would go to every junior rope and no matter where it was every weekend, we'd load up. And I mean, we're from New Mexico, so we'd have to drive six, seven hours every weekend to go somewhere. And, uh, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot, but we, but we made it work. And, uh, I started, when I was real little, I didn't rope very good. I mean, no one would ever thought that I'd be here 
where I am now until I got about 15, 16 years old. That's when I kind of came up and started figuring out what I was doing. And uh, as a matter of fact, my dad used to always enter me against all the all the top top guys. I mean, it just made me tougher. I mean, the first few times, I mean, I said, wow, why am I even roping against these guys? But it just made me work harder and be tougher. And one time against all of them, I was, think I was 15 years old. All the top 15 guys were at this jackpot. Now I, I won second over there. And that's what kind of boost, boosted my confidence. And I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to set out to do. And uh, when I turned 18, I didn't even – I didn't go to college. I mean, I just bought my car. And me and my dad went out rodeoing and had a pretty good pretty good start and ended up uh, making the finals in the 13th spot. And then from then on, it's just eased on. And then my second year rodeoing is when I had a really big year. Uh, won a lot of big rodeos, won the American and won probably a million dollars that year. And that's when I won my first gold buckle. And that's kind of when I said, you know, I mean, this is what I was born to do. And without God, I mean, I couldn't have done all this because especially after the American, I mean, no, I don't even know how it all happened. I mean, it was just for two months. I, I never made a mistake. I mean, I won so much. I went to Kansas City and won 100000 and then two weeks later won the 600000 at the American. And, like, I'm like, how am I doing all this? But it was all God. I mean, that's what he chose me to do. So uh, ever since then, I put put it all in God's hands, and he's he's taken me pretty far. It's crazy, you know, like just, you know, I think that, you know, work ethic and then, you know, you God will put these opportunities in front of you, you know, and, and like our responsibility is to seize the opportunity and then work hard at it and execute, you know, and I think that it's crazy that, that, you know, a lot of people, I think that God will put these opportunities in front of certain people and maybe they don't choose to pursue it, but you know, he also put in us this passion for rodeo and you guys obviously have it and just a tenacity that you're just never going to quit, which is what you have to have to be successful over a long period of time. I think, what do you guys, <clears throat> what would you guys say to like a younger, um, you know, 15, 16 year old kid right now who wants to be a calf roper or a team roper and be compete at the level you guys are at? I just say you got you got to be willing to work hard at, at whatever you're doing. Um, me and Junior were both there at 15, 16 years old. I mean, that's kind of the hardest part coming up. That's when you're trying to figure out what you really want to do with life, and really you just got to set set to what you want to do and just know that you can do whatever you set your mind out to do. And but you got to be able to work hard to do it. And that's something I've always been told is if you work hard, you'll get good results out of it. So. Um, coming up, a lot of guys always just tell me just work hard at what you're doing and, and it'll pay off. So I still think of that today, even though, uh, I've achieved most of my big goals, but I mean, I've still got way bigger goals and I'm still young, but I say every day, as long as I work hard, I'll get to those goals. You bet. Yeah, no, he's, uh, for sure. You know, hard work is just everything, but for a young kid, no matter what you choose to do or become and, uh. I think you have to just uh, ask God first because everybody has a call in life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for sure, he gave us, a, you know, freedom and and uh, whatever we can choose and to do. But nothing be easy. You know what I'm saying? Everything, like like you said, he gave you opportunity. He gave us a chance. But it's not going to be easy, y'all. 
and then you kind of i don't think i'm good for do this i've quit so you're never gonna be good enough if you don't really give everything you got no matter if you want to be a professional calf rope or team rope or you know bull ride or whatever but you got to give everything you got 100 so if you feel like you know you want to do something what you love so just stay hooked be humble work really hard and keep god first and hard work is everything because whatever like he's telling his story you know what i'm saying that that year he just dominated everything but he's him and his dad been his dad been working with him forever preparing him for that chance when that chance come passed on the front of him he grabbed it it wasn't no he because he's given everything 100 the whole time so whatever that that was his turn could be somebody else turn all right but we know without god nothing's possible not not you know we can do anything but he was prepared so he gave 100 for a long time to get that chance to win a million dollars that was just unbelievable season nobody gonna forget about that rope and calves you know yeah. everybody talk about rope and calves it's unbelievable and just being me you're not trying to be you know like big dogs but same thing just like a kid from brazil yeah i always dream i always work really hard and i always prayed and just and i tell god my dreams and well help me choose the right thing to do in life i want to become this but i can't do it without you give me wisdom put the right people in my way but i know i have to keep everything i got because if you give me a chance i'm not gonna disappoint you so would you guys use the word obsessed I mean, like you guys are you, we're talking about y'all y'all are the elite you're we're talking about we're talking world champions so i'm i mean compared to just your county jackpot team roper who's treating it like a hobby like there's a certain level of commitment you have to have to be a world champion like compared to this guy i mean like would you would you say borderline obsessed with roping calves fast i think you just gotta love it i mean i don't think it's just as much uh as a obsession i mean i just think you gotta really deeply love it because i mean if you love it you're gonna work hard at it and you're gonna you're gonna do whatever it takes to be the best at it and that's what i've always i've always loved calf roping i mean just not i'm a fan of it i love watching other guys rope i mean i'm always no matter where we are at my favorite rodeos even if it's even if i'm not roping maybe i'd like to be up in the stands watching the slack or something i mean i just i love the sport because i just wonder what the difference is in i mean if you guys are sitting number one team roper number 63 in the world they're going to be a they're probably pretty handy with the rope you know like there's a lot of really good team ropers 50 to 60 in the world but you guys are obviously doing something different and i just like even day to day they're like hour by hour maybe you're like I, i'm just curious what that looks like and it's not really a question really but when you guys say work hard that number 63 in the world might think he's working hard but it's not working out for him yeah no i understand your question yeah and i wonder what that but big just, difference uh, that's is. why he's he's saying about like younger age trying to figure it out i'm not saying we always work and little you know i am i'm just speaking for myself i always work on something before i used to be very picky about everything just kind of want to be perfect you know and i know we we can be it's hard to be perfect become perfect and i always get frustrating but but i do I always try to improve something to get better you know always and just a good 
I'm like, I learned that from Robbie Schroeder, my mom too. She said, "Good, not good enough." <laughs> so do you, how much has how to much? be excellent, you know, to be, and then and and plus too, we do like calf roping is little like different, but it's him and his horse and everything else. Me is involved more my partner, you know, steer his horse. I think just uh, like have as a team roper, have a good partner helps, you know, a lot, especially for a healer. But then you have to have good horses too to put that string together the horses and learn how to you know make them work keep them work and train them right you know keep them sound and i think that's a it's a big difference because sometimes like i said you can get a good roper but without a good horse you know, or a good partner it's just uh it's hard you know that's what I'm talking about the chances we right get. i just i feel like there's probably some people out there complaining that they don't have the good partner or the good horse but there's probably been times in your career when you didn't have the best horse or the best partner. But some maybe it was your attitude, maybe it was your persistence. I, I think that, like I said, the persistence is the, you know, you talk to the best guys in the world, older guys, now guys, the younger ones. You see the ones that are different. They just they're driven. You know, they just they want to. Like driven. yeah, they driven the bull, you know the bull rides. You see the difference. Like those guys, they trying a little bit more. Sometimes we do it. Man, I'm working so hard. I'm doing everything right. Even on myself, I'm mad. Oh, I'm just doing everything right. It's not working out for me. Maybe even I'm meant to do this. Maybe you think you're working your butt off, but you you ain't. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, the other guys working way harder than <laughs> yeah. you. You think you're just like ah, I get up today and ah, I rope the thirty steers or freaking yeah. What time did you get up? Oh eight start roping at nine say shoot some guys were to be done by then yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I right mean, it's like them guys that are i mean top 15 go to the finals i mean whatever above that to 60 to whatever in the standings i mean i feel like you see the same a lot of the same guys in the top 15 every year right and i feel like you could just tell a whole lot more in them that they just got more try like junior said you got to have a lot of try and no matter what if it's if it's team roping or calf roping or barrel racing, whatever you, uh, I mean, your horse is a lot of it, but I mean, necessarily, if you want it, you'll go get it. Like my, I never really had good horses until probably two years ago. And that was after, after my second finals, I came up really, we didn't just have a whole lot to have good horses. So, I mean, I just came up on whatever I could. So, I mean, that's just, I feel like what it is is you just got to have more try than anybody else. And, and if you want it bad enough, you'll figure out a way. Appreciate you guys sharing your story. Um, roll in. What? When do y'all leave? It's there's Thanksgiving Thursday, and then what do y'all leave? Saturday. Probably. I'll probably Around leave. Saturday. Yeah, he goes Saturday, and I probably go Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving, we go to Wickenburg, Arizona. Stop uh-huh. out there. I have a lot of ropings over there, so we stop and go like three or four good ones before we head to Vegas. Gotcha. We will leave Sunday morning ish. Go about halfway, finish it off Monday. So I I didn't enter this you one. Did. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'd be yeah, fair I the, the other guys too. Uh, I don't think you do have fair. to, and it would be fair. It would be right? fair. You <laughs> do have to enter. You <laughs> do yeah, have yeah, to yeah, enter. Yeah. <laughs> did you have any? So fourth NFR, ninth NFR. Did you have any rodeos this year that you actually missed the books on? <laughs> actually, me just the other day. Uh, they have the big San Angelo roping fiesta every year. Uh, 
end of October. I mean, it's a big rope and invitational only. They only take 30 guys in the standings and I just straight up missed the books on it. Dang. So like it, it was, I mean, on the Cowboy channel and there's just top guys there and, and I'm just at home. People texting me like, why did you there? Oh, I, I hurt my ankle. I, could, I couldn't make yeah. it. <laughs> but no, that's, that's probably, I'm usually pretty good about entering, but that's probably my biggest mistake. You? Shoot, I never missed the books. Caleb, he does all the internet. He's really good at it. And just a funny story, one year, uh, he forgot the internet in FR. So I entered. <laughs> he forgot <laughs> the internet. I entered for him. Dang. So he's just, he, mostly the team ropers had to do all the, the stuff. I kind of, kind of easy. I kind of watch a little bit, but he's, he's really great. So my partner, he does the internet. So you had entered the nfr for y'all yeah just in yeah, case just in case i call them they always kind of keep yeah it was like three years ago so we didn't have not the online thing so i just call in and they said oh what is open and closed today so i asked them and then they said well we have the nfr closing today i said do you have me down I say no <laughs> i just like nfr nfr or rodeo i was like no nfr so oh, yeah yes ma'am could you put me down please so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did she say <laughs> he said okay i don't think so oh, yeah I'll put she didn't you even down. realize she didn't realize just we yeah, yeah. <laughs> procom operators operators yeah that's hilarious <laughs> i know a calf roper last year that i ain't a name but he it's just a fine if you miss the books nowadays yeah. so he missed the books and then they opened the books back up for him <laughs> he missed him again. <laughs> I missed him, missed him, <laughs> missed twice. him twice. Dang. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> thank you guys for coming in. Uh, great to be on the same team with these gentlemen. Rock and roll denim. You can also check out the Panhandle Western Wear, Powder River, Outerwear. So all the shirts, the wild shirts that Dale Brisby wears, that's rockandrolldenim.com. And, um, you know, if you want to get a calf tied, a steer turned, or a bull spurred, then you got to have that reflex, rockandrolldenim.com. And we are on to the next one, old son. Pow, pow. Rodeo time. Got to get her on down the road. <laughs>